Welcome to the Diving Pod. I'm Caden Cavanaugh. I'm a diver at Augustana University. And I'm Heath Calhoun. And I'm Aaron Rooney. <clears throat> and as always, this podcast is brought to you by Sideline Scout. Make sure you go over to sidelinescout.com. Check out their poolside live package at a minimum. I was down at a meet in Rochester this weekend officiating. And um, they're just in talks of getting poolside live set up and all that fun stuff. So I'm pretty sure they're uh, they're all reaching out over to Barry at Sideline Scout, getting hooked up with the best video replay in the business. Awesome. So, Caden, we're going to jump right in here. Um, we've been looking forward to this one um, because, as people are going to find out, Aaron was your coach in high school. So kind of take us through how you got started in the sport of diving, where you are now, and kind of a little bit about that process. So it all started in about eighth grade. Um I had a friend who was on the swim team the year prior in seventh grade and he tried out diving and he wanted me to come try it with him just for, just for fun. And I was like, man, I don't know. I don't know if I want to wear it. like a speedo. Like I don't know about all that. And I, you know, I eventually went obviously, you know, in a jammer right away. And, um, you know, it all just started from there from, uh, just falling, like kind of falling in love with it as a, like something that I really enjoyed doing every day. And it was, mm. Practice was more of a, I get to go to practice every day, which made yeah. it a lot more fun. And, you know, I had fun with my teammates. I had a lot of great teammates, fun with my coach. And it just kind of kept me through it, you know, through high school and to where I am now. So I guess to get to where I am now, mm -hmm. I'd say my biggest thing is uh, 10th grade year. I kind of had my breakout year for our section in high school. You know, that's when I started really picking up on actually being able to hit some dives and win some meets. So I think that's what just falling in love with uh, the battles I had. I remember mm. one of my biggest one was uh, in, I beat my friend rival long time person I dove against named David. I beat him by one point. And I think that's a real big, like that was a uh, dang, that was nice. <laughs> like it really made you just love it. <laughs> and then, you know, just, meeting a bunch of you know really cool people i have not really met a diver i haven't liked you know all every single diver is around the same energy they're all great people they're a yeah. great team the great people to be around no matter where you are yeah. like no matter what meet it is i'd always have fun and that was just part of it well part of a huge part of where I, why i am where i am now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah and that's and then so I'm, so what about where are you now so yeah, I'm at Augustana University. It's a D2 in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. You know, we're one of three South Dakota diving schools, mm -hmm. USD, SCSU, and us. And, you know, South Dakota doesn't have any high school diving. So there's mm -hmm. that. Awesome. So can you go over like your recruiting process and what schools you may have looked at and what kind of took Augustana over the top for you and why you ended mm -hmm. up picking that school? So I knew I wanted to stay in the area. You know, it's like I wanted to be far enough away from home where I'm away, but close enough where I can come back if I need to. You know, I'm only four hours away, so that was part of it. It was definitely destination. Not too, like, yeah, and Sioux Falls is a great area. But, um, you know, I was looking at schools like St. Cloud, Green Bay, um, Omaha. Those are the three main, or the four main schools I was looking at. And, you know, just going through tours, like I liked all the tours I went on. But at the end of the day, like, I'm only going to be a diver for the next four years. Yep. I need to pick something that's going to go with me academically. And I just thought Augustana had the best, you know, academics in the schools that I looked at. 
and they, we have a really nice facility. Yeah, for a D two yeah. school, we have a real nice facility, which is nice. That was also nice. part of it. N nice, that's awesome. You know, so you know, kind of backtracking it a little bit here. You know, Aaron was your high school coach. Um, mm -hmm. Can you just? Talk to me a little bit, and, and this is more genuinely just for me. Aaron's just listening. Talk to me a little bit about what it was like having Aaron as a coach. Like, what did that relationship with your coach mean to you? How What, what were the ups and downs like? And kind of just tell our listeners what it was like to have Aaron as a coach. Speak freely, Caden. It's okay, too. You can say whatever you need to, man. <laughs> no, honestly, Rooney, Aaron, Coach Aaron, never called me. It was always oh, Rooney. He was <laughs> so like a, weird to hear. Nobody ever calls me my first name. <laughs> so, uh, no, he was like, he was just like having another diver on deck. He, like, yes, he was my coach. And yes, he had a lot of great things to say and really helped me through where I am. But um, he was just like another, another guy on the pool deck who you could joke around with and yeah. really made practices. Like, he made it so practices were way more enjoying to go to. Even if it was like, man, reverse days, I've been not hitting my reverses, don't want to do them today. Like we just, we'd still have fun every day, even if it sucked. And uh, that was a huge part. And yeah, he's honestly like somebody I look up to. He's kind of like not old enough to be a father, not even close. More like an <laughs> older brother. <laughs> he's more like an older brother to me. It it sounds somebody I can really listen to. And yeah, like it kind of it kind of sounds to me like Aaron served more as like a mentor role in that not not only just like a diving you know growing as an athlete, but just growing as a young man, kind of going through high school getting ready for college it just kind of sounded like it was someone that you knew you could go to and he was going to give you mm -hmm. honest advice anytime oh, yeah. a lot a lot of questions for Rooney about everything I could ask yeah he always had an answer <laughs> I don't know That's if awful. it was always a good answer or the right <laughs> no, answer but... I never said it was always a good answer I said it was, yeah. there was always an answer <laughs> well you I mean just to fill some people in too and you as well like I feel like you and I were very similar when we were in high school like you obviously went through it more recently and I just kind of reflected back to my time whenever you would have a question or a comment or a dive or a situation it was like all right well I was kind of a dumb high schooler at one point in my life and this is what I did and this was probably a dumb thing to do or say but you know here's here's what it is and this is why I think you should do this it was like oh yeah okay sounds good that works um, so here's one I'm really interested in hearing about. What are some of the similarities and differences between your current coach Shelby and myself? Um, I'd say we do, we do a lot of, at least recently, we've been doing a lot more drills. Um, we do a lot of dry land. We did, we focus like Rooney focuses a lot on board time. You know, mm -hmm. we, we were expected to stretch on our own, like at home, like, yes, a little bit of stretching before we got on, but we were expected to stretch at home. Mm -hmm. um like put in the work outside of the pool because when we had pool time we only have three four months of a season like we need all we needed all the board time we could get so mm -hmm. a lot of it was more board time where with um Shelby we have a lot more time because you know season's seven months like season's mm -hmm. a big chunk of time we have a lot more time to really like go through the steps breaking things down going back to the basics if I'm messing up on something and uh a lot, lot of more time on the ground doing things to help translate to the board and in the air and like with bottoms. So I'd say a lot more of, yeah, the not the non air water time for time. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That, and that makes tons of sense too. Mm. I reflect on myself in that answer and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I prioritize is 
when we're at the pool, we only have a certain amount of time. Let's get as much board time as we possibly can. And if you want to do extra outside the pool, of course, it's going to help. And I'll show you what yeah. to do, but I can't be the one supervising that if we only get two hours and we're going to spend an hour, you know, on dry land, it's, mm -hmm. it just seems it's hard because you're right. There's only so much time we have in a high school season. And so to prioritize that time, most, I mean, my default is, okay, we have board time. Let's get on the board. Mm -hmm. I, I also feel like I could be wrong in this, this, this probably a question for both of you, but I feel like I can even somewhat remember Aaron, when you first started coaching high school, you've always focused on the basics, but I feel like I just, for some reason, I can remember there being a phone call where you're like, I just realized what all the other high school coaches are doing is like, they get these dives really fast. And I know I have to do that, but I'm not sacrificing these basics. And I feel like you almost, probably during Caden's time, you had maybe the beginning where it was like, you were trying to get those dives. And then you had this, like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to do this the right way and my way. And it's going to lead to more success. Do you both like recall that? And like, what was that like when you kind of made that switch as a coach and then as an athlete? So, I mean, I've seen it more like as I got more towards my sophomore, junior season, sophomore, yeah, junior, senior season, it was a lot more like, let's go back. Like we have a lot of bad habits to fix Yeah, from, uh, you know, cutting like some corners to just to be able to, I can compete. Cause I mean, realistically, when you start in eighth grade, if yep. you don't compete, you're not going to want to stay in it. Mm -hmm. So part of that is you want the kids to be able to have fun and compete. Yeah. So you got to get them to where they can throw the dive in the meat. And I think that's part of it. And I think like, as I got older and me and Rooney like progresses, you know, coaching, mm -hmm diver yeah and turn more back into like we can go back like we have the basic like you have you can do the dives we need to go back and yeah go back to the basics yeah i totally agree with that i'm, I'm not sure of the timing my memory is terrible so <laughs> yeah. um but yeah I, I i battled that conversation that you just mentioned and i asked so many different coaches the exact same thing many of them were club coaches who do have the luxury of more time mm -hmm. um and i just said you know what what do I do? How do I balance this? Because I want them to stay interested in the sport. And if we just keep doing jumps after jumps until their jumps are perfect, they're going to get bored. And yeah. I've done a little bit better job of keeping the jumps exciting. We've been doing that for the last week with our boys season. And they have yet to tell me, Hey man, this is really boring. When are we doing real dives? But at the same time, like, I just don't want to lose someone's interest and yeah. boys specifically are a lot more motivated by outcomes and mm -hmm. success. Um, and so to be able to compete in your first varsity meet, whether you're in eighth grade or ninth grade, whatever it is, that's exciting for a, a young man. And to, to, it's hard to say like, Oh yeah, I let him do things a little too early, but I probably did in the earlier stages of my career so that they would keep their interest. You know, the first time you, throw a front double or a front two and a half if you can make it it's like damn this is really fun this is really yeah. cool i'm excited now and yeah. that's exactly the model that i kind of had with caden and then i realized like you know once we had a good diver caden was really my first good diver mm -hmm. and once we had him the younger guys were like well okay i want to be like him yeah and what did it take to be like him and then i was able to start with those younger guys really with a foundation, a better foundation than I was able to start with Caden. Cause again, yeah. that generating that interest part. Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes perfect sense. Um, 
you know, so that kind of leads perfectly into the next question here, you know, in your time with, excuse me, with Aaron as your coach, you know, where did you see him improve as a coach? And then where do you think he can improve as a coach as well? I think a lot of it has been trying to like something that I saw, saw him improve on a lot is how to relate or how to deliver the information better instead of overcoaching, mm-hmm. you know, telling me everything. It was more narrowed down as, you know, we progressed to, like together, you know, and a lot of it was like new information. He was constantly yeah. like a student of diving. He was constantly yeah. <laughs> learning new things, asking questions, and he would talk about it all the time about how he'd always ask like questions and he was so excited to get a response from so-and-so and and it was like cool seeing him learn through not being afraid to ask and not being afraid to put his foot in the door with people yeah yeah i think yeah yeah it's funny hearing you say that because i actually i don't know if you would it'd be funny to hear your opinion when i tell my athletes stuff like that i'll be like oh hey i talked to john fox and i'll be like oh god another story about john fox you <laughs> <laughs> know and it but it's like but they usually always listen and it's like man like mm-hmm. i don't know how you enjoy learning this much so it's cool to hear like that aaron's doing that same stuff with his divers as well um mm-hmm. i i just think that's awesome you know where do you think he can continue to improve i'd say something that you can continue to improve is like you know we work when we work all season towards like the final meets and then being like, um, like state when we were like kind of on edge mm-hmm. and like, it just wasn't as relaxed as it should have been like, not relaxed. Cause you know, you still got to be there to compete, but mm-hmm. we worked all season to get to where we were, you know, it's a final stop. Like, I think part of like something is just like, let like with Kyler, just like, let him dive. Like, don't say anything. Like he knows what he's doing. He's been in that situation before. Like he knows, what he needs to do just gotta let him let him dive just be there be like you know that was really good and just let him dive <laughs> yeah. almost like take a take a minute to uh to smell the grass and appreciate it mm-hmm. yeah right. like we're that's, here that's a that's a good critique because i think that, a lot of coaches a, need that that's a good one that's a really good one and and self-admittedly like i absolutely yeah. you're absolutely right i mean you nailed it right yeah and i actually tried a different strategy within myself this past year with the girls and I truly felt way more relaxed and more confident and more comfortable at that state meet with my two girls down there. And they, I mean, we, we were a hit and miss, right? We had one girl who just didn't quite put it all together. And then another who first time ever on the podium. So that was kind of exciting. Yeah. And I actually can vividly remember you telling me that Aaron after States the last few years where you're like, maybe I get there and I change my like, um, trying to think with energy you're like my energy yeah. is like different there and he's like i think i just need to like re- i think you even said you're like i need to relax more and just like let him go so yep. i think that's pretty cool that uh that you're able to both you know identify that as an area of improvement that's awesome mm-hmm. so before i do the next one here um i have a i have a fun kind of fun kind of cool question so for those of you who don't know caden has a younger brother named kyler kyler is also a very good diver and last year caden's senior year Kyler was kind of neck and neck with him. Many meets went each way. Um, so, Caden, my question for you is, what was it like to compete with your younger brother? And how did you handle, like, his success at an early age when, obviously, big brother, you don't probably want him to beat you? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. So, like, to start that, I always think of this. Um, when I was younger and seeing uh, Jack and Elijah Grabinski, yep. Elijah, Jack senior year, beat him like all the time, just like how Kyler did to me. 
And I remember watching him in like, you know, ninth grade and being like, man, how do you let your younger brother be? <laughs> and so like that goes into where it's like like it was really cool because his seventh grade year like he was decent like we knew he had been like he knew we had prom we knew he had promised to be good but then something happened over the summer man (laughs) i don't know we started we started practicing i was like this isn't good like i I put in work like i'm like i was like man i'm like i put in so much work and just to see him like come up and like really like challenged me it was like it was don't get me wrong it was cool and it definitely pushed me harder but it was it was definitely harder to handle right away because i was like man this is my senior season like i want i want to be winning the meets yeah and he's winning them and it's like like good for him like don't get me wrong i'm proud of him but it was like some of it like it was like what is happening (laughs) so so i would guess like you know that that relationship between you and your brother you know how did you handle those like i guess boundaries is a good word like when you went home was that like a topic of discussion was that like a brotherly argument that happened from time to time there was really no arguments about it like at the end of the day like yes internally i could be like i I really wish i would have won that meet but at the end of the day like he's my brother proud of him yeah he's doing really good but a lot of it was he would continue to ask questions at home yeah. Like he would just, it was always diving talk with him. It's always he, <laughs> He's still the same way. Yeah. yeah. He's well, still the so, same way. <laughs> well, I think that's important to like understand though too. Like, Hey, it's just, it's just a sport. Like, mm-hmm. you know, be happy. And there's, I, I think it's too, like, there is nothing wrong with saying you, you want to win. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that, but it's also understand, you know, we talk about it all the time. Like you got to be a good loser before you can be a good winner. And it's like, mm-hmm. It's, it sounds like you were able to handle that. And that's, that's just, that probably, I would guess that just shows how much you grew up in, in the amount of time you had it, with Aaron it definitely, in, in high school. Yeah. It definitely helped me grow up, you know, losing <laughs> him, but it also, it also made us a lot closer. Like we yeah. were able to really relate through diving and like really yeah. push each other. Cause we were pretty like, yes, he edged me out a few times. Yeah. A lo- most of the time, but <laughs> I felt we were pretty close and uh, it's constantly made me better. That's and awesome. Yeah. I hope it constantly made him better too. It was definitely an interesting balance. And, and I was kind of waiting for, I guess, one of you two to kind of explode at the other. And I was waiting for some more animosity to then, okay, boys, let's figure this out. But it truly never happened. And, you know, week, I remember week one was done and we had just finished up. And I think Caden was walking out of the pool later than Kyler was. And he's like, yeah, I can see it. Yep, he's he's pretty good. I can see it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, just be the best teammate you can be, be the best brother you can be, and yeah. you know, fend him off as long as you can. I'll be <laughs> cheering for you, but um, I'm gonna score it like I see it. <laughs> it's also a pr- pretty good lesson to learn. Sometimes the other person just better, like yeah. so, like you know, and it's like, but that doesn't mean you can't be better if you just keep working mm-hmm. your butt off. Right. Like, yeah, so I think that's awesome. All right, well, moving on here what is your favorite category and why mm, i think my favorite category would probably be reverses i've struggled with them a lot a lot of high school i struggled with reverses you know not really understanding them at all but it was also like the first time i hit the board was a reverse i was in eighth grade you know i hit the board huge mental block for the next two years couldn't do a reverse dive you know i would always tuck it in for a somersault mm-hmm. And I could not get past that. And then, like, 
learning to overcome mental that mental block helped with preventing other ones and then if I do still get them overcoming that and uh you know it's just cool and that's also just cool dives it was my first big dive I learned reverse two and a half on like three that was my first big dive for me nice we're like real big dive so part of that's that you know recent but they've just and they've really come together this year a lot better like I can actually you know find and put a bottom on them <laughs> in a good spot so that helps but yeah no I'd say reverses are definitely my new found favorite that's that was that was honestly awesome. such a mission of mine immediately when I started coaching was it was very, very clear that our entire girls and boys team hated reverses. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to change that. And hearing you say reverses just warms my heart, man. That makes me so happy you like those. <laughs> we got to do backs and reverses. Nobody's oh. going to backs and reverses. Yep. We got to do them. Every single day. Yes. Every, yep. Anybody can do an inward. Anybody can do a front. Twisters, eh, sometimes you either have them or you don't. I've, <laughs> I've come to notice sometimes. But yeah, if you can do backs and reverses. You can win. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, so, you know, kind of going back a little bit to the transition to college, how has that transition from college, from high school diving to college diving been for you? You know, it's been a lot of fun. I, you know, in high school, I didn't dive club until after my senior year, just to get ready for college. Mm -hmm. But um, we didn't, I didn't have any access to three meter ever. So, you know, learning three meter has been so much fun. I can definitely see why people love it. Like, I'm still a little bit uncomfortable. I'm still getting there, but I can definitely see why people love it. And it's helped out my one meter a lot, like tremendously. It's just made everything slow down and seem so much easier on one. And um, so the transition has been a lot of fun. It was definitely scary because, you know, I didn't really have a lot of people to ask. I didn't really know anybody who went on to college diving. You know, I didn't have an older teammate who went on or anything that I knew yeah. besides Rooney. And, uh, so that was a little scary. And I got into the recruiting process real late. Like I didn't start even emailing coaches till right just before senior season. So part of it was like, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to find anywhere, but then, you know, I did, I found Augustana and I, the team is so nice, like so inviting. And I, I love it. It's been a great transition is a lot better than I thought it'd be. Cool. Um, <clears throat> so as I mentioned earlier, I officiated a meet this weekend. And what I've noticed is a lot of the top tier guys from Minnesota have gone on to college and they've gone to colleges in the area. You mentioned Elijah and Jack Grabinski. They were both at the meet I was at. Um, a, couple, a couple other guys, I don't know if you remember Quincy Cabe and, um, you know, Ben Lindy and Dakota Parker. Everybody was there. And so what has it been like? I'm sure you've competed against them this season as well. Mm -hmm. We're all kind of in the same area. What's it been like competing against them both in high school and college? And then, you know, what are you kind of doing to improve to try to beat those guys? So, um, yeah, like you said, a lot of them came from our area, like even South Dakota State's diver, Spencer Fritzy, he's from our section. You know, he won sections my freshman, my yeah, freshman year. Um, Dakota and Ben, they're in my grade. They, they're at St. Thomas. Uh, people, yeah. So uh, getting to see them, you know, I dove against St. Thomas two, three times this year and, you know, seeing Ben in Dakota last year, I only saw Ben once last year and it was at a Fargo meet and he destroyed me, but, you know, <laughs> so there was that. So I was like, Oh, but no, like seeing them and seeing what they can do and knowing that like, yeah, they are, they are a little bit better, 
but knowing that you know if i work like they're not that i'm not that far behind like their dives are doable they're just better right now and uh a lot of it is like seeing saint cloud is a huge help like i know i didn't know any of them in high school but yeah they're the only people in my conference that i see because conference in michigan so seeing what they can do that's really like what pushes me the most is the saint cloud team Mm. but you know definitely for like the high school people it's really cool it's like keeping in contact like I still talk to like I talk to them at the meets and stuff and it's cool seeing like what they've been doing for, throughout the year what they do to train like asking questions about how their school is and seeing what they're doing and just mm-hmm. seeing if I can pick up on anything they're doing and apply it to my own yeah cool. yeah that's awesome so now um you know you had mentioned this earlier how are your classes going and what are you studying and um in school so classes are going you know okay I was never the best student, but classes are going okay here, better than I thought they would. Um, when I first came in, I came in as exercise science and mm-hmm. planning to go into dentistry. Mm-hmm. But uh, chemistry was a little bit rough. <laughs> kind of helped me persuade my decision towards elementary education, which I switched cool. to. And uh, so I'm so I'm studying elementary education, and classes are going okay for now. I'm excited to get into my like education classes and seeing what I can learn through those. And I, are, I already work at an elementary school in the off se- in the summer and stuff. Nice. So seeing what I can learn from there and applying it. I'm excited awesome. for that. Awesome. That seems to fit a whole lot more than dentistry, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, so do you know what you want to do after college? Is there any, any future plans, I guess, at this point? Yeah. Um, well, what I want to do is right now, my number one choice would be to go back home and uh, teach at my elementary school or surround or one in our district. Because, you know, I already work in our district, so hopefully I get a little bit of a boost and <laughs> working for them already for a few years. So that's part of it. And then I want to coach. Like whenever Rooney's ready to give up reins or if I can find a rival school in the area that's <laughs> close, you know. <laughs> I want to, I want to coach a high school and yeah. So that's really my biggest plan. And if not that, then I'm maybe somewhere warm and coach and teach. If I can't find one up here, a job up in Minnesota. So that'd be fun, man. Well, no matter what, you can come help me out if I'm not, uh, if, if I'm still hanging around, but yeah, that'd mm-hmm. be, that'd be a blast. I'd love that. <clears throat> All right. So we're going to get into our signature questions here. We don't treat failure like it's a bad thing. I don't know if you remember this, Caden, but I used to write on the wall. Um, if you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. I think that's mm-hmm. what I would, I think that's what it was. And, and so that's where this kind of sparked from, but I'm putting a little bit nicer spin on it. You know, failure, sometimes people have a negative tone towards that, but we treat failure like an opportunity for growth. So mm-hmm. from that perspective, what would you say is your favorite failure? My favorite failure I would say my favorite failure is probably probably my first year at state I man I did not have a good day good few days at state or whatever it was it was just I missed every dive I was letting the moment get to me like I was so nervous and uh like I really I I would get really nervous before meets like freshman years in sophomore year and then like especially before I stayed like I was super nervous and stuff and, and I honestly I dove so terribly 
Like I did not do how I wanted to do. I've missed just about every dive I wanted to hit. And um, so it, like, it wasn't a f like, yes, I enjoyed being there, but it was, I was like pretty upset with myself, but through that, I was able to grow. Like, it was like, dude, you dive, you do dives every single day. What's one more dive in front of some eyes. And that's really helped me like growing through that, like being so nervous and stuff to just now it's like, I don't really like, yes, I still have some nerves, but I really don't get overly nervous for meets. Like I'm pretty calm. I can, I can just like, doesn't sound on the back of my head. You know, it's like, I'm the, I dive every day. What's, well, what's six more dives. Yeah. And so through that, like state, just being way too nervous. That's probably my favorite failure and my favorite growing opportunity through diving. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's perfect. Um, then my final question here is what do you think the NCAA can do to improve or even high school? Um, I know you're pretty new to the NCAA game, only been there for mm -hmm. a few months, but um, what, what can those areas do to improve? Um, for like NCAA, I would say, um, I don't know if it's really NCAA. I don't really know how it all works, but we only, the only team we dive against in our conference is uh, like St. Cloud. So I don't yeah. know like what any of our conference looks like or anything. Like I can only look at Meet Mobile. And, like, I would like to dive against those schools. Like, I don't know if that's NCAA or anything, but, you know, our team's also – girls is one, conference guys is a different. So that makes it a little bit harder. But, I, you know, I don't really know a lot of what the NCAA does yet. I haven't really gone through much of it. Yeah. But I think that's like more of just – that's just more geographical area. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we – there's not many D2 teams in this area at yeah. all. You know, so that's – it. it yeah. is what it is. St. Cloud used to go to – uh, Mississippi for our conference meet and we drove holy <laughs> yeah the new yo Heath, Heath we were in the new south oh that makes me we were, so happy that we don't dive at conference at Clarion <laughs> we're with Delta State I, I set the one meter conference record my senior year and it was in it was at Delta we like we that's drove crazy. to Mississippi it was awful that's crazy yeah not great <laughs> so listening to that Thinking of one thing NCAA could do to improve diving is like a more t diving teams. Like I know it's all about like interest and like there's a lot of stuff behind it. Like I get that, mm -hmm. but there's not a lot of like teams in our area. You know, yep. like, we got our three South Dakota teams, three in Minnesota, and like yeah, just like three in like in our area. Yeah, three for each state in our area, and it's like. Like we had midseason recently, and we didn't have a lot of divers there because there wasn't a lot of divers in our area. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was just like, man, this is like supposed to be a big meet, and there was like five of us. Yeah, ooh, it like, yeah, it was like, okay, like, you guys got to go to that Rochester invite I was at. There were twenty five yeah. guys there. Well, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, it was a big meet. It was really fun to see it too. All so, right, yeah, so it's a yeah, adding more schools if they get. You were could. you were about to mention something about high school too. I didn't want to cut you off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd say like high school. I wish, man, I just wish they had longer seasons and like off season, better off season rules. Cause oh. like for kids who, hey, for man. Kids, <laughs> for divers in all, like our area where the closest club is two hours away, like not a lot of people can commit to that two hour drive. Like we could only go weekends. We couldn't go in off seasons after school. Like my parents got to work. We can't, we can't make that drive and stuff. Yeah. So I'd say, and like off season, Rooney was only allowed to coach us for like a month in the yeah. off season, like contact or anything. 
Yeah. So I'd say like for kids who aren't in the cities, who don't have regular access to clubs, they need to have better off-season rules for yeah smaller towns. That's that's a good one. That's actually a really good one. I'm I'm trying, man. I'm doing everything <laughs> I can without getting in trouble or making too many people upset. But yeah, I I'd, I'd love to see like a like a coach's exemption or like a mm-hmm. um, small town exemption or uh, whatever you want to call it, where if you're the only person in the area that can coach diving, like I am at this point, mm-hmm. I would love to be able to help out those athletes that want to be there more, you know, guys like you guys, like your brother, your girls, like my, my state divers, it's like, they want to be doing more and my hands are tied because I'm just yeah. simply not allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So Caden, what is your favorite drill to do as an athlete, sir? I'd say my favorite drills are double bounces, just bouncing at the end of the board. Nice. You know, they do help me with like my timing and stuff, but you're like, they're just fun. Me. They're just fun. I just like bouncing, <laughs> you know, so they're a little bit uh, higher risk for me. You know, I... <laughs> okay. You have to tell the two different stories of double bouncing at state. <laughs> I always love double bouncing at the U of M boards. You know, they got they got really nice boards, and I just felt like I could jump a little bit higher. Yeah, for sure. They're they're and, different. Uh, they're different boards. Yeah, they're made they're out just, of a different material. Yeah. They have oh. superpowers in them. Sarah Bacon yeah, dives it, on them. Yeah, yes. exactly. If Sarah Bacon dives on them, like they got to make you jump higher. <laughs> so <laughs> they just make you better from being on them. So I bounce on them, you know, and uh, I think my I think it was my junior year of state. I'm bouncing on the end and I scoot forward just a little bit too much where I have, you either put your feet back on the board and launch or you try to dodge the board and my stupid self, I should have put my feet on the board and launched out, but I tried, uh, you know, dodging the board and it, uh, it got my butt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it scraped my whole butt all the way up and like flung up past my head. And so So I was bleeding. But you got to understand, this was the first time he touched the board. It's not like we had, <laughs> it's not like we had done a whole warm up. Like, no, he's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, just like be smart. And he's launching. I'm like, oh, this is just not going to end well. And of course, scrapes all the way down, bloody mess. He's got to get taped up from the trainer. And we didn't even get any warm up time because he, he was getting taped up. Oh. I think so the, then the next year, go ahead. Having to apply butt cream. I did not yeah. like having to do that. <laughs> and then the next year, you know, same thing. I didn't think it could happen twice. Like, <laughs> I was just, this one wasn't as bad. This one, I was just bouncing and I was, you know, first, again, first time on the board. Like, not I think even I even reminded bad. you. I think I was like, hey, you remember <laughs> what happened last year? Like, let's just t- like, take it easy, buddy. Like, I'm not even in the water yet. I'm still dry. I'm just bouncing dry. And my foot slips and I slice my toe open. <laughs> Dang. Oh my God. Honestly, at that point, I was like, I don't care how bad you're bleeding. Get it taped up as fast as you can. We're not missing warm up this year. Like, nice. just get on the board. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Uh, best advice given and or received? I'd say the best advice I've gotten is um, like, don't let yourself hold you back like when you're scared of a dive and you're like i tell this to myself all the time like when i took twisters up to three like learning twisters on three like oh man i was terrified of getting lost and smacking and busting an eardrum i'm like i know i can do a twister i know i can do the dive don't let you being scared of the dive like hold you back from doing it to the best of your ability 
Yeah. And that's something like I've told myself. So that's a good, good, like, um, advice I've give I've got, but I also like tell that to literally almost everybody I dive with. So it's probably like the best advice I think I'd give. Cause it's what helped me the most nice. through diving is yeah. Don't let nice. you hold yourself back. Nice. So who would you like to hear us interview next? honestly i think you guys should get a high school diver because like it's just another like person that could bring in different like demographic of listeners yeah like the young like the way younger people who hearing like oh another high schooler got interviewed and talked to on the podcast and how their diving is different and stuff well, I think it's important to say, unfortunately, we can't do that since I'm a college coach. <laughs> That's literally one of the biggest reasons why we've avoided, we haven't talked to you when you were in high school. because mm -hmm. I was like, And like, even some of the kids I coach, Aaron and I are like, they'd be such great interviews. But unfortunately, we're like, uh, that's like, that's one of the big no-nos that I was given. So <laughs> unfortunately, we have to wait till they graduate. But hopefully we can try to do that maybe as they transition mm -hmm. and they are done with high school, then you can do that. Um, and I think maybe that would be a good transition point, but that is a super good idea. We've thought about that numerous times, uh, but that's a good one. And I might, then, uh, I might have to do like a solo episode without Heath, but it's, it's weird. It's, yeah. we don't even want to open that box just yeah. because it could get him in trouble with yeah. recruiting <laughs> violations or whatever it is. So right. yeah, no, that makes it's, sense. it's yeah. been tricky. That's okay. We're, we're happy with what we're doing. We're going to keep plugging away and try to keep making it better for you guys. Um, and then my last uh, signature question that I stole from Dr. Uh, Dr. Bell is what questions are we not asking that we should be? Um, I would say like something that I think you should ask that I think people would have a good input on is like their more their balance of how much diving they do compared to other things in their day. Like, especially like with the higher up people who eat, sleep, breathe diving, like, how do they balance that out with other things? That's a great question. Yeah, that's a really good one. for sure. That's one Aaron and I struggle with all the time. So yeah, yes. that's actually a really good one. Um, so yeah, just want to make sure we mention um, before we go, um, camps and clinics are going to start getting advertised here soon. If you want to do that through us, please just reach out via Instagram message or uh, email that Aaron will give you. Um, two other things that I did want to mention, or one other thing, excuse me, is uh, please go listen to Laura Wilkinson's podcast with her coach, Kenny Armstrong. Whether you are a coach or an athlete, it's like I've listened to it three times already. It is one of the best podcasts I've listened to recently. So please check that out. And I think Laura has some pretty exciting stuff coming with some mental skills and mental workshops that athletes can take advantage of. Um, but before Aaron does our send off, Caden, thank you so much, man. It's nice to finally put a face to a name and uh, kind of meet you not in person, but as close as we're going to get anytime soon. Um, and hopefully I will get to meet you in person at D2 nationals one of these years. So mm -hmm, thanks yes. for coming on and best of luck yeah, with the rest of your you. season, sir. Yeah. Thank you guys. For sure. All right. Well hit us up on Instagram. We are at the diving pod. Our email is the diving pod at gmail.com. Um, t-shirts and hoodies still for sale at divingpod.itemorder.com just enter divepod at checkout that covers the shipping costs um, also another mention next week we are i believe it's next week maybe a week and a half heading uh, out to no Winter a week from Nationals. now you're uh, yeah a week from now you are on a plane probably right now as yeah yes winter nationals uh morgantown west virginia super excited to be out there if you are going to be there make sure you come give us a high five or 
whatever get it's got to be, get a photo. That'd be super awesome. If anybody's going to be joining us that uh, has a diving pod shirt, um, just wear it. We'd love to see as many people as we possibly can and make more and new connections. So we're both excited to be out at that meet in our roles that we have there. But yeah, once again, Caden, thank you so much, man. It's, uh, it's fun to catch up. It's fun to see you're doing well. I'm excited to see you come home a little bit during the winter break here too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. I had a great time. All right. We'll see you next time.